0: Welcome to the Big O show. A hey, feeling good like I should win in dog a walk around the neighborhood, feeling blessed, never stressed, got that sunshine on my Sunday bed. Ass, yeah. Hello, and welcome back to the Big O Show podcast. I am your host, as always, Ryan Anka. Thank you for taking time out of your day to check out the podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, a little bit about myself. I'm an ex-college football player and current high school football coach. I love inspiring people and motivating people to do things uh, that they once thought was impossible. That's a big reason why I got into coaching. And a big reason why I started this podcast is because why not? Why not try new things? Why not try Uh, something different and if you haven't already uh, done so um, please rate subscribe and share the podcast with a friend if you think someone anyone that you know will find any value in this i greatly appreciate your support as always like i said if you're new to the show i do two episodes a week monday is a quick little monday morning motivational message to get your week started off on the right note. And then on Wednesday, I have a midweek sports update giving you all the latest news, headlines, updates happening in and or around the world of sports. And then uh, what I'm trying to start actually... Uh, Next week, every other Tuesday, I'm going to have a surprise interview with someone in or around the world of sports. Now, that could be at the high school, college, or even professional level, and uh, I'm really excited about that. I had great feedback from my uh, previous interview with Sarah Cowart and Sideline Confessions with the NCAA um, recruiting madness. If you haven't heard that, or if you're a high school player or a parent of a high school student-athlete, Be sure to check out that episode. It has a lot of great, useful information, and uh, Sarah is a great resource uh, for helping out with the eligibility process and the whole recruiting process that a lot of people, you know, really don't know anything about. So um, enough about that, though. This is your midweek sports update, so let's go ahead and jump right into things. Well, if you're a sports fan, unless you lived under a rock, you heard about the uh, controversial Uh, Decision that several conferences made in the NCAA, and that's what we're going to go ahead and get started with talking about because, to me, it's the most important topic and has the most updates uh, this past week. So starting off with the NCAA, the Big Ten announced Monday, August 10th, that uh, they would not be playing any fall sports. In particular, they would not be playing football in the fall, that they would explore options of playing football in the springtime. But at this current time, Uh, 12 of the presidents of those universities in the Big Ten uh, voted to postpone uh, fall at least until the spring. Now, the two schools that did not were Iowa and um, Nebraska. Those two schools have already came out and said that they're still hoping and trying to explore different options as to how they can play football in the fall. Now, uh, nobody wanted to be the bad guy here. The Big Ten didn't want to be the bad guy, right? I know late Sunday night, all this started. There was an emergency uh, Power 5 AD meeting uh, involving all the athletic directors um, and presidents, I think, as well, um, that they were there to discuss what was going to happen. And the Big Ten was uh, really stuck on trying to get all these other conferences to jump on board with them. And um, I think, obviously, they wanted help, but they also didn't want to be the bad guy, right? That's the whole thing with this whole situation Nobody wants to be perceived as the one that breaks the whole sport Or one that breaks something else, right? Everyone wants it to be a a team effort, a collaborative effort But uh, that was uh, not done, right? Uh, I told you on Monday rumors leaked out that the Big Ten Was uh, going to postpone their fall athletics Including football at least until the spring And then uh, that was confirmed on Tuesday morning also, you had the uh, Pac 12 come out and say the exact same thing, which is not a surprise. Um, after that meeting, mandatory uh, emergency meeting on Sunday night between the presidents and ADs of the Power Five schools, uh, it was assumed that the Pac 12 would follow suit if the Big Ten officially made their announcement about postponing uh, fall sports until the spring. So that happened. Uh, like I said, um, when word started rumbling, uh, late Sunday night uh, you saw a huge push from a bunch of the uh, college athletes in particular Trevor Lawrence star quarterback for Clemson using the hashtag we want to play that was the same hashtag you saw um, that the NFL uh, players used like I alluded to a couple weeks ago with JJ Watt Russell Wilson uh, you know Tom Brady and guys like that they used it uh, for leverage and the uh, a lot of the NCAA, Uh, Athletes tried to do the exact same thing. So what does this all mean? You may be wondering to yourself. Right now, no one really knows. Everyone's kind of waiting to see uh, what's going to happen. Now, all this is uh, pretty much a trickle-down effect. Uh, If you saw last week, UConn announced uh, that they would be canceling their 2020 season, uh, which was the first FBS uh, school to announce that they were not going to play football in the fall, which was a huge thing. But not a huge thing because they were an independent school. So with all conferences, essentially outside of the group of five schools, all conferences came out and said that they would only play a conference-only schedule. So if you're an independent, unless you were like a Notre Dame, like I said before, that joined uh, the ACC for one season, uh, you know, UConn didn't have anyone to play. FCS schools, you know, the division below uh, FBS – already came out and uh, canceled their fall season. So who do they have to play? Uh, it's also not a big revenue-generating sport for UConn. So uh, they came out and announced, like I said, that they would not be playing football in the fall. Shortly after that, you had a, a Group of Five conference, the MAC conference, the Mid-Atlantic conference, come out and cite uh, that they would be canceling fall uh athletics in particular football and the biggest reason for that is because they don't have those big generating games right the group of five are the smaller schools right the schools that are in the fbs level but not uh, a powerhouse they're not going to win a national championship they know that but they're still playing the highest level ball and they may play a nebraska or a florida a florida state and alabama here there whatever and usually they get paid handsomely some people call them cupcake games. I don't like to uh, refer to that term because, you know, I played at a a group of five school and I think there's still a lot of good quality football that happens at those schools. But anyways, if you play two or three of those games a year, you may make two to three million dollars, which would help generate not only your football program, but other sports at these schools. So uh, the Mac conference cited um, that they wouldn't have the money uh, needed to actually test all of their uh, student athletes. At the uh, you know amount that they would need to, because the NCAA came out and said players need to get tested twice a week, at least one time within uh, three days of their next game. Um, so this is, what this is going to do is uh, really weed out a lot of these uh, you know group of five conferences that don't have the money to do the testing. So as it stands right now, you have the MAC conference that is out, the Pac-12 that is out, and the Big Ten that's out. So it'll be really interesting, and uh, I would be surprised if we didn't know more by the end of the week. Uh, you know, also something I think is interesting, you know, the SEC in particular and the ACC uh, push their start of their season to the end of September. Now, why I say that's interesting is I think they can. Uh, You know, press the blame game onto these group of five conferences, right? Some group of five schools are starting to play as early as September 3rd, which is obviously about a month before the uh, Power Five conferences begin playing football. Now, why I think that's uh, interesting is because I think they're going to let them. Uh, Play and figure out if it's doable, right? You know, I think they're going to let them play. And if a lot of people get sick, then obviously it's not going to look good for football, but at least it wasn't a Power 5 school, right? So a Power 5 school can press the blame game and say after careful consideration, we've decided to postpone uh, football to the spring as well. Another thing, another theory I thought was uh, very interesting actually would totally support, it's not feasible at the high school level, I've already tried to think about it, But at the collegiate level, I definitely think it's possible, right? If you started the first week of September, which they're not going to do now because it's too soon. They haven't been revving up practices. But if you started the first week of September, you could play every other week. You could still play a 10-game season and be done by Christmas, right? And then you would just play your your four playoff games after that. Now you could play bowl games too. That's all totally up to um, those sponsors and those schools and locations and things like that. But the reason behind playing every other week would allow teams not to suffer, right? If you had the option and you had an outbreak in one particular team, instead of being depleted a whole offensive line or all of your starting quarterbacks for one or two weeks, you would have that one week off where you might not miss a player or a position group at all for the next game. Or if you do, it'll only be one game instead of two. Because I really think you're going to see a huge drop-off um, in some positions, Because I think it's not going to just take one quarterback, right? This whole situation isn't – if it infects one person in that position group, you know, if you've played football or or sports before, you know you're around all of them. So if it affects one person, it's going to get to everyone or it's going to be around everyone. So um, that was an interesting theory that I would totally support. And actually I'm in favor of because if you think about it in general, most uh, college uh, schedules are done, right? And you play your championship game beginning of December. And if you make that college football playoff, right, you have a whole month off. Well, what is that month really for? Obviously, you'll play bowl games. You have a bunch of lead-in bowl games before you get to the New Year's six, the six bowl games around New Year's, right? And those are like the the prestigious bowls, right? The Fiesta Bowl and, uh, you know, Sugar Bowl and all those kinds of things. But in this situation, nothing is normal. So why not Get rid of that whole month off, and let's just jump right into it, right? So that's my thought. Hopefully they'll do it. Obviously, I don't have any say in the situation, but I totally support that. And my biggest fear with any conferences or any leagues pushing their uh, football, their fall sports, right, into the springtime, is just a liability aspect that's one word i've been hearing again and again and again throughout this whole process is nobody wants to be liable for anything that's going to happen right that's the reason why they don't want fans or they want limited fans or they don't want these college athletes being put in these situations right and it is obviously um It's because it's a liability issue. They don't know the long-term side effects and they don't know uh, what's going to come of it and they're just trying to uh, cover their butt. But anyways, like I was talking about, why I don't think uh, pushing it to the spring should happen, in my opinion, you get too many games uh, too close together. To me, you have two options. You either play in the fall or you can't play at all. And this may not be a popular opinion, but it's my opinion. You know, I'm a high school coach, but I don't think it's feasible, right? As an uh, ex-football player, you know i know the 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 damage that football does right your body's beat up after a season you really probably need about three to four months of recovery before you're ready to rev it up again so if you're talking about players playing in the springtime let's say starting in february wrapping up around may especially at the collegiate level right if you play till may you're not giving your body much rest because usually eight Late April, first part of May is when the NFL draft is, right? So if they go straight from, let's say you're playing in Alabama, you win a national championship or whatever school and you win a national championship, you're going to be playing all the way until the end. Well, if you get drafted in May, then you go right into NFL minicamp, right? And then you have your summer where you're having a little bit of break, but you're still grinding, right? You may not be having pads on yet, but you're grinding. You're not getting much of a break. And you go right into the gauntlet of a 16-game regular season, Uh, For the NFL, and if you're a good team, you go to playoffs and then you're pretty much playing from, let's say, February all the way till February. You may be playing for one calendar year. And in that time period, um, you know, if you run the table in the NCAA, you're playing 14 games. And if you play 16 games in the NFL, obviously you're playing 30 plus games. That's way too much football. Unless you're a kicker, um, I don't think your body can hold up. And honestly, even if you are a kicker, you're going to get kicker. Your your legs are going to get fatigued. So um, I don't really see that as a feasible option. I know it's going to jack up a whole lot of stuff. And like I'll talk about a little bit later with the NFL, I mean, the NFL is playing in the fall regardless. So if college athletes, um, their sports, all these leagues, conferences, etc. get pushed to the springtime, I think you're going to see a lot more players opt out. So far, you've had... Several players from teams, but it's not been a huge wave, right? But I think uh, what's going to happen is uh, if they do officially move all fall sports and football to the springtime, uh, you'll see a tidal wave of people opting out just because of what I just said. So hopefully, next week we have a little bit better info. Hopefully, next week we have some uh, good info. At least, you know, I feel like the last couple weeks with the NCAA, it hasn't been anything positive or encouraging. Um, but, you know, I will digest and tell you uh, the nuts and bolts of it all. So before we hop over to any other sports, I'm going to take a quick break and tell you about the free Anchor app. Thank you for tuning into the Big O Show podcast. And if you're interested in making a podcast like I did with the Big O Show, let me tell you about the free Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make, edit and distribute a podcast today. You can do it on your phone or or your computer, and like I said, Anchor handles all of the distribution for you, so it puts your content out on every different outlet, so you don't have to worry about that. All you have to do is worry about making your podcast. They handle all the hard part. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome back. Jumping over to the NBA. The NBA wraps up its regular season uh, this Friday, August 15th. Well, you'll have uh, your one through eight seeds uh, set in the Eastern and Western Conference. And remember, if you're a ninth seed within four and a half games of the eighth seed, you'll have uh, a, play, a play-in a play game, so to speak. Basically, if the eighth seed wins one of a best of three, they'll be in that eighth spot and locked in. And if the ninth seed plays and wins, they'll have to win two, uh, two straight, essentially. Uh, to uh, jump them in the rankings and to be locked into that eight seed. So the uh, playoffs are supposed to start on August seventeenth, and uh, it'll be an exciting time. I don't know if you've watched any of the NBA, but it's pretty pretty exciting all things considered. And I've also heard that they're going to have a little a little bit more bells and whistles uh, when the playoffs start, as far as graphics and other things for fans to see. I know it's not perfect, but it's sports. I'm not going to sit here and complain and be mad because it doesn't look like a normal basketball game, right? It looks like you're playing a video game, um, but it's live sports. It's the real stars. It's the, real, um, the realest atmosphere that we're going to get. So if you give me an option of watching uh, a game with uh, fake noise, fake crowd noise, or no game at all, I'm going to take that game with fake crowd noise all day. And according to Vegas, your favorite matchup for the NBA Finals is the Los Angeles Clippers. And the Milwaukee Bucks And we'll see if Vegas is right with that Obviously it's hard to bet against uh, LeBron James with the LA Lakers uh, But they haven't looked that great You know, their offense isn't scoring Their defense has been pretty stout But they gotta get buckets from someone So we'll see But it's hard to bet against a guy that's been to the NBA Finals, what, nine times So, uh, exciting stuff happening Like I said, the playoffs start August 17th So if you're an NBA fan, uh, be sure to tune in to that Uh, Jumping over to the MLB. Now, there's been some updates and things that have happened, but really what I want to touch on with the uh, MLB is the connection to the NFL, and I'll explain that in just a second. Um, You've also seen uh, the Houston Astros uh, get into a brawl with the Oakland A's, uh, which I think is going to be a reoccurring thing, right? Players are getting fined and suspended multiple games for throwing at the Astros, but I think uh, you'll maybe see some more extracurricular Uh, Activity going on with this I know it was a uh, bench coach For the Houston uh, Not Houston Astros Excuse me The Oakland A's That enticed Or uh, provoked A uh, Houston Astros player Calling him out When he got to first right Calling him a punk And I'm sure a lot of other Censored words That I'm not going to say uh, but anyways, it sparked a fight, started, sparked a brawl that got several people suspended. And like I said, I don't think this is the end of it. So far, we've seen a lot of craziness happen, and I think we'll continue to. But overall, I think uh, the MLB is going to find a way to limp to the finish line. I think it's a little dysfunctional, right? Since they're not bubbling like the NHL and the NBA, uh, which have gone on without a hitch, right? No players are testing positive. Um, At least not now. They maybe were at first. But so far, um, they've had zero reported tests since uh, games have picked up. Uh, But the MLB is not doing that, obviously. Teams are still traveling. Teams are still flying. And certain teams are having huge outbreaks, right? The Cardinals have had some. Phillies have had some tests. And obviously, uh, the Miami Marlins have had a lot of tests uh, that came back positive and affected the whole team. They're at a point now where they're going to play 15 games in 14 days with four double headers. Now, granted, they've changed the double header rule where you're only going to play seven innings, but still 15 games in 14 days with four double headers is absurd. And that's for them to make up so they can play the 60 game uh, schedule and that's not if something else happens, which that's why I say it's dysfunctional because I don't think that's that's going to happen. Hopefully there's not another outbreak, but I'm not naive enough to think that it's not going to happen because it's happened twice already right you've had cardinal games uh, postponed miami marlin games postponed um, yankees games have been postponed braves games have been postponed and i think this is just going to be a continue uh, continued process until we get done with the baseball, right. Until we can get away from this. But why I think they don't care is because they're just trying to have some form of a regular season. So they don't just have, uh, teams gifted into the playoffs, right? Most people I think could pick out of a lineup, who's going to make the playoffs. Who's not right. They have an extended playoffs. They are, uh, allowing more teams in, right. You're having 16 teams in the playoffs instead of your traditional eight. I mean, um, Sorry, excuse me. Instead of your traditional 12, you have 16 teams in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, the biggest reason for that is money. They want to get through the regular season so they can have uh, official playoff teams, but they want to have an extended playoff because of all the TV money. And that's why they're playing this whole season, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion. Uh, They're having a regular season just to check a box, but they really want to get to the postseason because that's where all the TV money is. That's where all the big money is, all the big ticket stuff that's going to help fund baseball, right? Because if not, you're going to have a radical shift in all this salary cap or no salary cap within baseball because the loss of revenue is going to be so, so high. Um, So as a segue over to the NFL, like I told you, there was a, uh, a link between the MLB and the NFL, and that is simply just because I think the NFL is going to have the same problem that MOB is. Now, do I think football is going to go on with the NFL? Yes, I do. But I think they're going to have to ha- have pauses, right? They're going to have to take breaks. These teams, these players aren't quarantined. They are not in a bubble. They're just like baseball. They're going to be traveling around. So you're going to have some games that are probably going to get postponed. Now, granted, the NFL is stretched out where it's only one game every week over a uh, 17-week schedule, right? And MLB was trying to play 60 games in like a 70-day window. So it's totally different in that regard. Don't get me wrong. But I think you're going to have some teams that are going to be decimated with outbreaks. And you're going to have some teams that are going to um, have to maybe play twice in one week or have an extended bye. And this is going to prolong the season. But at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. And they care about getting to the postseason. They get they care about that TV money as well. They care about the playoffs and they care about the Super Bowl. You know we're uh, less than a month out from the first game, which is Thursday night football with the Texans and the Chiefs on September 10th. And you know what I'm hoping. I told you guys a while ago. It's been a rumor that they uh, had the first four weeks of the regular season that could be pushed to the back half of the season, right? So weeks one through four become your last four games instead of your first four. I hope. What they end up doing is moving games like that. If teams have outbreaks, like they are in the MLB, that they can move games and extend the season. So instead of the season regular season ending right around New Year's, right, Christmas time, New Year's in that ballpark, it may it may go till the end of January or close to it, right. And then you play playoffs in February. You might play uh, your Super Bowl matchup. Like I said, that President's Day weekend. That's what everyone's kind of been. Uh, pushing for what the nfl has been wanting for years uh, because it gives you that monday off after the super bowl everyone talks about that super bowl hangover and this would kind of make it uh, a linked in holiday to america's favorite game which is football a couple other things with the nfl i found an update for you guys about hard knocks if you're interested uh it's uh usually follows one team Uh, Through the NFL preseason But as you know there is no preseason this year But what they're still going to do is follow This team during training camp And they're actually going to follow two teams In the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams Uh, Now that will begin On August 11th at 10pm Eastern time on HBO If you're interested in that Uh, As a football junkie it's really great stuff I don't really learn anything new Or behind the scenes But uh, if you just like watching football And you want to kind of see Uh how the sausage is made so to speak i would strongly advise watching that if you have hbo and it's uh it's kind of like a football reality show uh, on the fly uh, last thing revolving uh, the nfl if you saw they have new face mask um, i'll post a picture on the big o show facebook page But uh, if if you look at it, uh, most players are required to wear a visor right now, especially during training camp. Now, they haven't announced officially if they're going to have to wear it during the regular season. But I know they paid Oakley a lot of money to design these uh, face masks. Now, visors are obviously nothing new. If you played football, you watch football, you've seen players wear visors before. But there's a second visor that's right around the mouth area where usually players would get face mask penalties. They have the second visor that's attached uh, to the face mask that has these smaller vents that are vented on top of that. So it's very, very hard to breathe from everything I've heard, but it's supposed to help while they're playing, um, slow the flow of breathing on each other, spit, saliva, and things getting spread throughout the process. Now, I think it's a good optics. I don't know how well it works. Obviously they tested it to some degree, I know players are going to hate playing with it. I would hate playing with it. But at the end of the day, if it meant I got to play, I would sign up in a heartbeat. All right, that does it for your midweek sports update. Like I said, thank you guys for your continued support, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for checking out the Big O Show podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please rate, subscribe, and share the podcast with a friend if you find any value in it. Or if you think a friend uh, could really benefit from hearing any of the sports knowledge or motivation or any of the interviews that I do along the way, I greatly appreciate your support as always. If you haven't done so already, check out the Big O Show Facebook page. I've been trying to uh, post more engaging stuff to have a conversation outside of the podcast with you guys. And try to push the narrative forward and just kind of see what comes of it. Be sure to check out the Big O Show every Monday morning for your Monday morning motivational message to get your week started off on the right note. And be sure to check out the midweek sports update for all the latest news and headlines happening in and or around the world of sports. And remember, I'm also adding uh, surprise interviews with people in or around the high school collegiate and professional level of athletics. So a lot of exciting stuff happening with the podcast and with the Big O Show. Uh, and thank you guys for your support as always. Go out and make today the best day of your life. I'll talk to you guys soon.